Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful episode of the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Victor Osio, and I am the Diaspora Chief. When you when you set up a mission to do something, our mission here in the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast is to help is to help professionals that are in the nine to five move seamlessly into creating a lifestyle of freedom. So, and today we have a guest who has done that. Without any further ado, I have a guest today who has been who has been in the military. He has a military background. Moved from the military into e-commerce. Now he's now a digital nomad, and he runs. He's also an e-commerce consultant as well. So he has tons and tons of knowledge, and I believe, and I know without any iota of a doubt that he is the perfect guy to come into our space today and share some of his divine wisdom. Listen, this guy is tremendous. He's he's working the work and, you know, life of a digital nomad is no joke. You must be the real deal for you to become a digital nomad. You must be making some money. Revenue must be coming from somewhere. If not, you can't be a digital nomad. So today I have the one and only Mr. Reggie Young. Hello, Reggie. How are you? Doing well, doing really well. Thank you, Victor, for allowing me to come uh, on your show and be in front of your audience. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, digital nomad. How is it? So, so where are you right now in this in this world? Where are you right now? Uh, so right now I'm actually back home visiting family here in Hawaii. Okay. And um, so yeah, back home in Hawaii, and I'm here for I've been here for about two months, and next month I'll be going to Mexico City. Before then, I was in Belgium, and then before then, I was in Thailand. Um, and then before then I was in Colombia, so I've kind of just been moving all over the place every few months. So how long, how long do you spend, how, do, how long do you spend in a particular country? I, I try to do at least three months, um, anything slower than that or anything faster than that. If I stay anything less than three months, I end up finding that I don't connect with the people there. I don't get into a deep enough flow or, um, I, I just can't get enough done. I feel like for me, three months is the perfect amount of time. You normally spend the first month getting used to the place, understanding where to shop for groceries or where the best place to hang out is. And that second month, you really start to nurture relationships, get into workflow, because it is a little bit uh, taxing to move from one country to the next, one time zone to the next. So getting a good flow and then pushing that through the third month to then go to somewhere else is, is generally what I like to do. But um, yeah, everyone travels differently. It's all about personal freedom and and moving however you want so ah, that's cool that is the lifestyle people like i can't do that right now i'm more i have kids now and because of my own situation i can't i can go on holidays like every three months or also mm. but hmm, packing your bag you must move in lean or how do you move yeah Bash, packer, uh, small packer yeah, so right now I have a girlfriend. Uh, she is from Morocco. Her family's from Morocco. Um, and I she travels with a lot more stuff than I do. So, uh, but as as the guy, I end up, you know, kind of carrying more of the luggage. So <laughs> myself, I over the last two years, I went from traveling with one suitcase to now I travel with three. Uh, but now it's it's super easy, right? Once you make a good amount of money and you have the miles and the points and you have business income coming in it doesn't cost much to spend another 50 or hundred dollars to have another suitcase with all the things that help me get into workflow and help us enjoy where we're at a little bit more. Um, 
but yeah, it's all about just kind of, kind of just starting out and getting your business up and running. And it's a lot, it is extremely hard to do while having a nine to five job. And that's the same struggles that I went through as myself. I had a full-time job. I was underneath, I was a nuclear missiles officer in the military. So just yeah. tell us a little, just tell us about yourself where you are. Okay. You're from Hawaii. So yep. what was the, why you choose this lifestyle? Why you choose this path? So just tell us yeah. your background, how you grew up. Did it influence what you're doing right now? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Hawaii. I joined the military when I was 18 years old, and I was in the military for 13 years. And I was I started off at, at the lowest rank. Eventually, was sent to university to get my degree. I became an officer, and I was a, a nuclear missiles officer for a few years. And I decided after 10 plus years that I wasn't happy with what I had going on my in my job. I wasn't happy with the restricted freedom that I had in terms of living where I wanted to live, the time off that I wanted to to take and just be just to be solving problems and doing things that I loved. So that's when I decided to look at building an online business. So uh, that's how I started. And uh, I started e-commerce about seven years ago when I had a nine to five job. And uh, I started consulting on Fiverr, Upwork, a lot of these small freelancing gigs took a lot of courses. I probably spent a lot of my money on courses, a lot of failed past projects. Uh, and then eventually, a few years ago, I was able to replace my income fully while still having a nine to five job. And uh, I sold my first business about a year, a little over a year ago for $638,000. And um, since then, I've gone out to scale out my team. I've hired more people, started new business ventures, invested in other places, and, and have been traveling since then. Okay, we'll circle back to we'll circle back to you selling your business. But before then, today what we what, what we'll be talking about the main the main gist today is how to succeed in e-commerce while working mm-hmm. on your nine to five. So and you've done that and you've you've scaled and sold off. So what was the process like? How did you start when you were still in the nine to five? Yeah, I think what's really important at least for me, and one of the things I think about if I were to start over again and things that have made me successful kind of coming out of my nine to five was one, deciding which business model that I want to learn because there's all different types of e-commerce business models, right? So uh, there's a ton of them out there. The most common ones are um, affiliate marketing, drop shipping, private labeling, and uh, there are a few others out there, but there, you know, there's a, a ton of business models out there. So one, I'm learning a little bit about each one of them, just so I can understand what I what was the best match for me. Uh, and then really just diving down and getting really good at learning everything there was to learn about it. So in my nine to five, that looked like when I was done with work at the end of the day, I would take a course, uh, learn things on YouTube, find people that I trusted in the space and learn everything I could. And then just try with the small budget I had at the time, whether it was at first when I started, it was a hundred dollar a month budget to buy a website and just put the time and effort into uh, making sales online. And with that, you learn just a little bit and you can take what you've learned, whether you fail or succeed, you can take that to the next project and the next initiative. And over time, over your nine to five, as long as you don't quit, you will eventually succeed. A lot of my friends that I met online that were doing the same thing, that were trying to escape their nine to five, they would have been millionaires by now if they never quit. They were more successful than me when I first started. 
Uh, they had all the same level of uh, understanding about the business model. They worked just as hard, if not harder than I did. But what really stopped them was not being able to deal with failure. So a lot of the times we may start something, we may watch a YouTube video and be like, oh, you know, it's this easy or, you know, you spend your hard-earned money, your hard-earned time outside of your nine to five and you fail. And moving past that failure is super important because if you can't move past that, you know, like nobody really hits a home run. Nobody hits that three-pointer uh, basketball shot on their first on their first try. But if you can learn from, from that mistake or you can learn from that experience, you're only going to get better. And it's only a matter of time until you succeed. So you I'd say that those are the you mentioned first something big just things. Not- just, just, mm-hmm. just, just a second. You mentioned somebody not able to deal with failure. What, how, what, what was that? Not yeah, you know, but yeah, not able to deal with failure. So they, you know, they, they may launch their first product. They may make their first service or website. They may spend a little bit of money and a lot of time doing it. And then after a few months, they realize, hey, this isn't working, and they either give up completely. They decide, okay, I'm not going to be an entrepreneur anymore, and I'm just going to stop. Right. So that's what I would call not learning from failure. Is you failed in terms of making it profitable and replacing your nine to five income. You failed at that, but by failing, but true failure is when you give up. True failure is when you decide to stop and turn the other direction, in my opinion, right? Learning from failure and, you know, what people say failing forward or, or kind of learning from that experience and bringing your lessons learned into the next project or the next iteration, the next shot is, is what's super important. Can you give me just, can you, before we, before we continue on, on on the steps of moving from nine to five, can you just give me just one um, practical example of how you actually did that? Because yeah, for, sure. for you to be yeah. this successful, you must have failed a lot of times. So how oh, did yes. you move past failure yeah. and yeah. implement? Yeah, a lot of the people who actually succeed online and, and entrepreneurship in general, they normally have more failures than they do have success. It's just a lot. a lot of people have a a hard time talking about their failure. It's easy to talk about the success that they had and that more than the failure, but in on in online business, in entrepreneurship, and specifically in e-commerce, most people will fail more than they succeed. And uh, one of the best examples for me was probably one of the first things I did. So when I first started, iPhone 6 was the iPhone everybody was buying at the time. And I saw that people were buying phone cases uh, on like very expensive phone cases on on Instagram. So what I did is I went to alibaba.com. I went to a website. I sourced 500 phone cases, designed them, packaged them, took photos of them myself, brought them all to America. And I started running Facebook ads to my store. And I spent a lot of money on Facebook ads, like good amount of, on, you know, learning the whole process or try, trying to learn the whole process. And I failed. Um, and my mom was the only person who bought who bought my product, and uh, it, it I spent like probably a couple thousand dollars on that whole process. It took me six months. I was working every day after after work. I was thinking about it while I was work at work, consuming podcasts, um, and it didn't work. And a lot of people who I met throughout my entrepreneurship journey have a, a lot of similar experiences, but they just stop. They stop and they and they can't deal with their failure. They they could have been good in school, good in sports, good at video games. Right? We're all we all have our strengths and weaknesses, but sometimes when we when we try something new and it doesn't work out, especially in business, a lot of people cannot sit with that failure. You know, we can't sit with that shame of like, oh, I just maybe I need to take a course, maybe I need to try again, maybe I, you know, and so they just step away. What whereas what I did is I took what I learned about taking photos, 
the small experience I had sourcing from China. And then I took that and decided, you know what? Even though I, I have a business degree, I realized that means nothing right now. What matters is me taking a course specifically on how to sell online in the business model I'm trying to be good at. So I humbled myself, pushed past my failure, went and took a course. And then with that course, after one or two failures after that, I was able to completely replace my income um, and make it work. And even on top of that, I was meeting people who took that exact same course. So that first course I took on how to sell online, I ended up selling a showerhead on, um, on amazon.com, a brand new showerhead. I designed it myself, launched it on Amazon and I failed. And one of my friends who I met online in a Facebook group was, had launched another product. It was a, something for like a posture corrector for their back. And they did everything right. I swear they did everything right. The photos came out great. They were, they did everything right. And then they failed, but they failed because they, you know, they just entered a crowded market uh, and the market collapsed on itself over time. It was just way too crowded, but they did everything right. Well, what I did is I kept going. I launched another product and then eventually my products succeeded because I took every single lesson and I didn't give up. This person gave up and I knew, I know in my heart, if they launched another product, they would have been successful, but they couldn't deal with the failure. Um, so learning from failure pushing past that and not giving up, really understanding, hey, what, why you're in this game? You know, What are you really trying to uh, obtain? For me, it was personal freedom and the ability to work online. So I held on to that. I didn't hold on to, I failed at Facebook ads or I'm a failure or I spent all, all this hard-earned money. And because of that, now you know I'm stuck in, and, I, and life will always be this way, right? I, I held on to what I felt like was my purpose and me trying to obtain personal freedom. Um, and I, I that became my guiding principle to, to push past failure. Wow, that's excellent. That's excellent because I've done, yeah, the, the couple of, I doubled not actually doing it. One of my, on my learning, on my journeys, I doubled on, um, on FBA. And I did this, um, I failed and I did not, because I worked on that thing for so long and it was great product. Worked on it for so long. What I found out was that it was seasonal at the end of the day. So by the time I launched it, summer has passed. And when I entered right. winter, and you need that for during the summer. So it was like, right. yeah, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. I just like right. quit. I failed on that and I quit. Oh, I quit. Mm -hmm. So I failed. Yeah. I quit. Mm -hmm. So I failed. So that's, me asking you that question, how how dealing with question um, dealing with failure was actually for myself as well, just to like remind myself that it is until you quit that's when you fail. Yeah, thank you, Reggie, for that. So um we're talking about moving steps that you use to move from the nine to five, and you made you, you you spoke about decision. You need to decide what form of what form of um e-commerce platform or what form of um digital sales that you want to do we talk about decision now so what's the next step yeah so once you identify what a business model that you want to pursue what's really important is that you understand the fundamentals and the fundamentals usually are almost always the same across all business models and um, we don't have enough time to get into the fundamentals of, of the podcast but you know a, a few of them could be you know, the, taking good photos, what a good landing page should look like, what a basic email marketing campaign looks like, uh, how to write basic copywriting, how to do basic product 
review criteria selection to understand what your customer market wants. All these really foundational principles, the foundation of how paid advertising works online. When you understand these foundation principles and you really internalize them, not look at some quick tactic to do to create some kind of really quick conversion. When you really understand these foundational principles and you build your business around them, you're going to be much better suited to succeed. And because of that, there's so much noise now online. When I first started selling online, there were really only like five or six courses out there, right? Not many people were creating content. Now it's everywhere. Everyone's talking about the success that they had when when they really didn't have it. So it's important to like get your your knowledge from quality level sources. You know, listening to this podcast, definitely one of them. I listen to a, a ton of podcasts in my nine to five. On my way to work, I was listening to a podcast. In the shower, I was listening to a podcast, right? When I had, when, whenever I could escape at work on my lunchtime, I put things in my ear and I was listening to the problem I was trying to solve next. So going to great quality sources like this podcast, consuming that is super important. But when you're learning ask yourself, what's the foundational principle that I, that I need to be learning? Not, not, is it step one, two, or three, or this quick hack, learn the foundations because you can apply those foundations to any sales channel, whether it's Amazon, Etsy. Um, you can apply those foundations to any paid advertising channel, whether it's Google or Facebook, and you can apply these same marketing principles, whether it's selling a product or a service. And when you really understand those principles, you can navigate any product, any service, any sales channel because you understand the principles. So that way, when you if you fail, but you've internalized the principle, you just learn more and your knowledge starts to expand. So the next time you get into something, you're building something stronger, more effective, and is much more robust for helping you obtain your obtain your goals and create sales. Wow, that's because you know what you say. You're actually right because when you you look right, and there's so many the tons of creators online who tells you quick tip to do this quick tip to do that yeah. quick tip yeah quick tips are great they're like there's something to like open your eyes to oh okay this thing is possible if i do this 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 i should be able to like see something but that is just the surface level yes you have to actually go deeper into it to know the foundational principles that you've mentioned because once you decide when you make up your mind you need to actually go into that particular space, see the quick tips that are out there. Okay, that means it is possible. Then get someone you can actually trust because there are still people out there that you can trust that would teach you, guide you. Did you find that process difficult to get someone that you can trust? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, and it's even harder now than it was back then to find people that you can trust. Um, the great thing is it's not hard to find good principles because there's so much content out there. As long as you ask yourself, what's the principle behind this tactic? Everything that Pete, someone throws out has almost always been said somewhere else before. So in that sense, it's not hard to learn the principles, but what's harder is to find someone that that you can trust to help help you go from A to Z and everything in between. That is still hard to find in my opinion. And the, the advice I would give to to someone is, you know, just do your research and research is as easy as watching a few YouTube videos, you know, typing in a search bar like like uh, um, Google or, or like listening to a podcast. Hopefully someone like me, you get to know, like, and trust. Once you feel like, okay, this is interesting, consume their free content, watch a few of their videos. And if it feels right, 
pull the trigger and make the decision, right? Because at the end of the day, one of the biggest things that stops people outside of choosing a business model and all that is the hardest thing for most people. And, and we have this in all aspects of our life. I have this in my life too. And when it comes to doing other things, whether it's relationship things or um, uh, doing other parts of my life is just starting. Starting your business is one of the hardest things. And that, that I realized for a lot of people is it comes down to they're afraid to fail. They're afraid to lose money. They're afraid of what someone else will be thinking about them. They're afraid of how they will feel if they will fail. You have to start. And again, so that means start, find someone that, that, re that you resonate with, that you vibe with, right? That has had some kind of verified success. Identify if that's the business model you like, if you can learn from them and then pull the trigger, right? And if, it, if what they are offering is outside the budget, then it's outside the budget. Consume their free content and find someone else, right? And then eventually you're going to find enough people, you're going to learn enough principles and you can take action. Uh, so that's how I would get started. Um, one of the things that I've done since I sold my business is I made a promise to myself because I reached some really dark places for myself. I probably spent at least $50,000 on education over the last seven years, most of which I spent before I was able to become profitable because I was dying. I was, I was put every, I went to, I lived in the cheapest apartment. I ate the cheapest food. I didn't go out. I, I spent all my disposable income on trying to learn everything I possibly could. And I was so frustrated with people charging thousands of dollars for courses. I went to the best masterminds. I spent $10,000 on masterminds that didn't provide any value. I spent another $10,000 on other masterminds that changed my life. And I told myself when I ever became successful, I would give back to other entrepreneurs who are trying to find their own personal freedom you know, for themselves. So for me, what I've done personally, this is just me. I've created a course library, put almost everything I know, the foundations of e-commerce, digital marketing behind a course vault with access to software, resources, downloads that help across different online business models. And I'm giving that away for $18 a month. Um, and you can cancel anytime. So I made it extremely cheap. Um, and that's, that's what I do. People have other people out there will have different packages and do different things, right? But at the end of the day, to go back to what you're saying, how, how do you choose someone? One identify to yourself that you're actually going to pull the trigger. Not, oh, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just, I'm just listening to this podcast and I'm going to talk about it with my friends and I'm eventually not going to do anything. That's what most people do, right? It's like, oh yeah, I'm doing, what, you know, what are you on right now? Oh, I'm doing this, this, and this. And at the end of the day, they're not doing anything, right? Uh, you have to decide in your heart that you're going to start, you're going to pull the trigger, set a deadline, you know, set some goals, set a budget, even if it's $50 a month, set a budget, start there. Find people once they resonate, once you resonate with them, consume their free content. If it makes sense, pull the trigger and get moving. That is because I get what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And I understand totally what you're saying. Because pulling the trigger, starting out. Oof. And yeah, it's hard. what I'll just what I'll add to that is when you set a budget, it makes it real. Mm-hmm. When you Definitely. pull the trigger, it makes it real. Yeah. Planning planning is okay, but the actual action, the execution is what makes the difference. A thousand percent. And to kind of piggyback off what you're saying and to, to move that forward is sometimes writing down your goals. I mean, even if you look at, if you can take, if anyone has a free time, look at how powerful writing down goals are, but 
when you manifest something beyond thought, thoughts are super powerful to begin with, right? What we think. So if we think, oh, I'm not going to make it or, oh, I'm nervous or, oh, I'll do it next month or I'll do it when this happens, you're cementing yourself in that reality and in that momentum. The moment you take action, whether it's writing down goals every single day, whether it's setting a budget, you actually create momentum and direction in your life. And it is just as powerful as creating momentum of not moving. So you just starting, whether how, or however small that step is, is absolutely critical. And, and a lot of people just think it's, oh, it's just, I'm going to start later. It is super powerful what our thought, where we put our thoughts and where we put our energy and where we put our action, whether it's actionable or no action. So not starting after this podcast is a problem. Not starting at the end of the day, not taking action every single day, every single week, every single month towards your goals and what you want to attain for yourself and the people you love, super critical. And not taking action is an action itself. Yes, yeah. So and we're coming to the, the end of 2022 and this year just like yesterday. Started just like yesterday. Boom. Now we're November and when? November, December. The year is about to end. How is 2023 going to be like? Is it going to be still thinking of having a great year without taking an action, without taking any bold step? No. So this is for the audience. That's what I'm saying. This is for the audience. You need to take action. You need to start. You need to start now. Today is the best time for you to like start. Decide. Because if you're 9 to 5 and you're not really enjoying what you're doing in 9 to 5 and given the rising cost of things right now, things are still going to be going up, whether you like it or not. Prices will go up. You can't control this. So what you can control is your own action. You rather start creating additional sources, additional revenue stream. So why not bet on yourself and learn, keep learning from failure? Reggie, you know, we I'll put the I'll put the link to your to Reggie's vault on the show notes so that we can start taking advantage of that because you've made you've made what you've learned over the years all your failures and you've given us so much fundamentals that we could actually learn from and it's relatively cheap. So why not? I'll put the show notes, I'll put the link to Reggie's vote on the show notes of this podcast so that we can start taking advantage of that. So thank you very much, Reggie. For those who want to live the the digital normal lifestyle, Reggie is your man. You can go connect to Reggie. Uh, Reggie also has a podcast you know and the podcast is reggie young the reggie young podcast he talks about business mindset and travel you know you can you can link up with reggie there it's on all major platforms but he's gonna like tell you about his his podcast very soon yeah so reggie if they if any of the audience want to like connect with you one-on-one how can they reach out to you or follow you yeah for sure um i think right now it's very important to to understand how much we just talked about action, right? Your opportunity cost of your time. You can never buy back your time. You can never buy back your time. So for myself, I personally, I'm still operating businesses. I I run like three or four businesses. I have a whole team of people helping me out. So I actually don't do private coaching unless it's paid. And my private coaching is actually pretty expensive. So what I would recommend if anybody wants to connect with me or learn uh, my past failures and everything I've put 
and to help other entrepreneurs, just what, like Victor said, go down below, click the link. If you're interested in signing up for the vault, it's $18 a month. If you're not interested and you don't have the budget right now, visit, still visit his link, click the free pop-up and I'll, I'll still deliver a ton of free value for you. In there, you'll find links to my social media, my podcasts, et cetera. Um, so that's how you can find me. But I want to give, if I could, one last parting piece of advice. So if any entrepreneurs are out there listening, right? I understand the pressures that you're going through in your life. I get it. I understand that you probably don't want to sign up for another $18 a month subs subscription, even though you can cancel anytime. You don't want to sign up for another course. You don't have the inventory right now. You don't have the thousands of dollars set off to the side to take that one action, that one big action step. What you can do right now, if you're in that space, is you can learn and you can start building an audience. So whatever it is you're passionate about, there's probably something that you that you really like. I don't care what it is. If it's video games, it's video games. If it's a type of brand design, if it's a type of lifestyle, whatever it is, you can start a social media page now. You can start a blog now. You can start a podcast now around that topic. And you can there are ways that you can monetize, start growing an audience, posting things. If you don't have the money right now to take to take serious action, you have the time. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you can spend 10 minutes a day. You can stop watching TV. You can stop going out with your friends. You can spend a little bit of time every single day building an audience. And if you build an audience and like, let's say you really like dogs, you can make a dog page on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, Pinterest. And every single day you can do something to build that audience. Over time, whenever you are ready to take action, at least you have a social, social media page of a few thousand people 5,000 people, whatever it is that you can then launch products to from an e-commerce perspective, you can launch, you can do brand deals, you can do all kinds of things. So I want to give that piece of advice for someone who isn't ready to sign up for my vault or not interested. Um, at least at a minimum, you can start building an audience and that all that costs is your time and energy. So um, again, if you're interested in following me, the things I'm doing, how I can help you visit Victor's link down below for access to the vault or click the free pop-up if you're not ready to purchase now. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, you heard it from the man. So we have Reggie Young. Thank you, Reggie, for coming to like share your thoughts, wisdom, strategies, and um, where to start from if you're still on the nine to five. And we are very grateful for you to like share all these great, 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 great wisdom with us. So thank you very much. And we are very grateful. So guys, you've heard it. So it is up to you. You, you. you had opportunity cost of not taking action right now. So what does it mean to you? What does what does not taking action actually costing you? So go click the link below, take action right now. And who knows? I know you'll thank me later anyways, but let me just accept your thanks right now. You're welcome. Yeah, Reggie, thank you very much. On to the next one. See you and I wish you all the best. Where are you going off to next time? Yeah, um, I headed off to uh, Mexico City and Playa del Carmen at the end of the month. It's another beach town. Uh, and then Mexico City is kind of a little bit of a downtown New York, European vibe. Uh, so I'm excited to be there. Well, And it's very cheap, extremely cheap. So I can live cheap, hire more people. Um, I eat out. I haven't cooked in two years because I just eat out all the time. <laughs> so I, I'm very thankful and blessed for um, what's been afforded to me after I, I have taken what i call like massive max of action so again thank you so much for having me on your show anyone listening take massive action in your life find a direction and and start doing it thank you very much see you next time
Bye for now.